0: Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, the craziest Saturday of Rugby League has just finished, unbelievable stuff we had the Canberra Raiders pulling the upset against the Melbourne Storm and of course the North Queensland Cowboys in Golden Point after extra time and after the 80 minutes uh, winning it there, Val Holmes kicking a field goal, we'll do our live reaction to that game after this podcast we're going to focus here on the first game my live reaction, obviously I've watched the other games since then, so I'm just about outspent, absolutely exhausted. I'm going to take you through all my live thoughts that I wrote down and all my notes from the first game. And then on Monday, we'll have our deep review with Bloke Bar. We'll also have our rapid review where I'll sort of um, put it all together. I'll watch the games again, and then I'll go through it with you guys in a little bit more detail. But Raiders-Melbourne, what a game, an absolute cracker. We did say all week that we thought the Raiders would be stoked going there to Melbourne. It was just a perfect little narrative for Ricky Stewart, and the underdogs having a free throw at the stumps. We still thought the Melbourne Storm would get the job done, but uh, wow, the Canberra Raiders, what a performance, and their forward pack was unbelievable. We spoke about it during the week that Josh Papali'i. He just went to another level. You can tell that he's sort of just been in cruise control for the last few weeks, letting Joey Tapane, Adam Elliott, these sort of guys take control of this side. But come the big stage, the bright lights, I thought Josh Papalit was unbelievable. There's no doubt Joey Tapane, he was the best forward on the field, as he has been uh, for seemingly the last six months. It's been fucking incredible what he's done this year. But I really did think the Papalit was unbelievable. 58 minutes, 168 meters. He was everywhere. Nine tackle breaks. Nine tackle breaks and 29 tackles. Incredible from Josh at the age he's at and everything. Unbelievable. But Joey Tapanay, he was the star of the show. Let's have a look at these stats. He ran for 216 metres. He had 70 post-contact metres. He had three line break assists. He had one try assist five tackle breaks, three offloads, and he made 29 tackles. What a performance he was incredible and i thought his first half was just one of the best first halves you'll ever see. He had all those stats in the first half. I chucked it up on my Instagram page. He was on an absolute rampage. And good God, didn't the Canberra Raiders start the game strong? Joe Tapanay's stats at halftime, by the way. 110 metres, three line break assists, one try assist three offloads, and 20 tackles. His second half was a little bit quieter, but he obviously played less minutes. But that first half, he was incredible. He put up a post, Tapanay taking the piss, and he certainly was. How impressive. Now, let's go through this game as it sort of played out. As we said, the Raiders, they started really strong. They scored an unbelievable try. Our boy Matty Tomoko going down the right edge, palmed off Cam Munster. It all started, though, with Joe Tappanay, a little offload to Jack White. And what I said during the week was that normally when you're coming into finals, you want to have tough, close games, so you're used to that grind of finals. For me, I was always confident that the Canberra Raiders would rather come in the way they did, having big wins, bullying teams that are at the bottom of the ladder, just filling themselves with confidence, and you could see how confident they were in this game. The Melbourne Storm started well, yeah. They had, I think it was five sets in a row on their line. Harry Grant was kicking on zero first. They were they, they were just waiting to score the Melbourne Storm, and then all of a sudden they just turned it on a ten. I thought Hudson Young he was sensational. We'll talk more about it on Monday on Bloke in a Bar. But when you've got Nelson Sofa solomona and you're starting him on a an edge, why on earth would you put him opposite Jack Whiten and Hudson Young? Two of the best defenders in the Canberra Raiders team. On the other side of the park, you got Jamal Fogarty. His worst nightmare would be ha- having to deal with um, with um, the big fella Nelson Asafa solomona I can't believe the Melbourne Storm used him on the right instead of the left. It, it blew my mind. I was really shocked when I saw Felice Cafusi named on the bench. I like that they obviously make this change quite a bit, but for this game specifically, I 100% would have put Nas on the left hand side. Couldn't try, couldn't quite work it out. Uh, Tapene puts Jack White in three, finds Tomoko on the wing, palms off Cam Munster. You do not see that very often. And Canberra Raiders, they take the lead at the start, very, very impressive. Uh, then it was sort of all the momentum was going towards the Camber Raiders. It started with the Melbourne Storm. Then the Canberra Raiders jumped in front. They were starting to win their tackles. It was looking good. And then Nofaluma, I posted it on Instagram and on Twitter. He took a scoot out of Dummy Half. He had an offload. They got a little bit of momentum off the back of that. They got a six again. Then they got a penalty. Then I think it was Kenny Bromwich forced a line dropout. Then they scored through Xavier Coates over on the right wing. Harry Grant was on fire at this point. The whole momentum of the game had changed. And then Jerome Hughes, a pinpoint kick for Xavier Coates. Unbelievable to think that Jerome Hughes a couple of years ago was unwanted by so many clubs. Just crazy. All of a sudden, I was watching this game going, fuck, I don't know if they can, if the Canberra's are going to be able to wrestle this back. The Melbourne Storm, they're just, they were flying. Harry Grant was out at only half. Munster was on the front foot. They were just looking back to their most confident that we've seen a couple of years ago, but credit to the Canberra Raiders. They managed to wrangle it back in and they lost Adam Elliott as well, which was a really tough one. Another little turning point involving Nofaluma and Cam Munster. They both went up for a high ball. Poor communication. They turned it over there. And then Jamal Fogarty, he might have scored one of the softest tries that the Melbourne Storm have ever conceded in finals football. Scored off the scrum, went past Nick Meany. You could tell they really picked out Nick Meany in this game. They went through him a couple of times, Uh, but Fogarty, that try, I couldn't believe how soft it was by Melbourne Storm standards. Very, very disappointing. The Melbourne Storm, they then had the ball coming at their own end. Little half break. Felicia Kafusi was caught offside. It was great to see the referee actually penalise that. You see those sort of ones. They, they slip under the radar and teams get away with them far too often. So it was great to see the referee put his foot down there and make that call. And then, of course, Joey Tapanay, the man of the moment. Elliot Whitehead runs a brilliant line just outside the right-hand side of the sticks. They pick out Nick Meany once again. Uh, a great ball by Tapanay. Great ball Play. Not not the perfect pass, though. Whitehead, he did really well at that pace to bring it in. So the Canberra all of a sudden, they've turned the momentum completely. Two quick tries at the back end of the first half to Fogarty and Whitehead looking very, very strong. Came out of the second half, and it was pretty even, to be fair. It was pretty close when they came out. Um, you obviously had Cam Munster. He uh, he missed a pretty easy goal off the back of Xavier Coates' try, which was unbelievable. The hands from Hughes. Uh, Seve down the sideline finds Munster, then he gave it to Coates. Pretty fucking crazy there. A great little try there, especially the hands from Hughes. Very, very impressive. Um, there was Nelson Solomona. He came up with a big turnover. Then there was a six again, a charge down for the Storm. They really needed that. You could tell the Raiders starting to get on the front of a little bit. Cam Munster, he was starting to get more and more involved. I think by this point, uh, Jerome Hughes had left the field. So Cameron Munster, he, he was just all over the place, popping up everywhere. And then Harry Grant, he put Nelson sofa Lamona over. You saw on the play before Harry Grant, he gave a sort of a nothing ball to Jesse Bromwich. And this is just the importance of a good play, the ball. Jesse Bromwich went into contact. There was nothing doing. But what he did is he got to the ground as quick as he could. He got to his elbows and his knees. It was a tackle that he won just by being the first to the ground. Yeah, and all of a sudden the markers, they were caught in a little bit of disarray. He got up for a quick play the ball and it was done by them because Harry Grant got out of the play the ball. He got out of the ruck there and the markers did nothing to him. If you, watch, if you watch Hudson Young, he straight away sees that Harry Grant's on the run and he takes a few steps to his right and that creates the massive gap for Nelson Osofa-Solomona. So credit to Jesse Bromwich on that one. If you go back and watch it again, it's a very nothing hit up, but he gets to his elbows, his knees as quick as he can, gets a quick play the ball and from that moment it was over. A bit of a mis- miscommunication between the markers of the Canberra Raiders. I think it was Tommy Starling. He went back into the line, had his back turned when he probably should have stayed at first and second marker. I think it was uh, Jamal Fogarty that should have folded out of the play instead of Tommy Starling. So good play there by Jesse Bromwich. Great eyes up by Harry Grant. All of a sudden, you're starting to think, okay, the Melbourne Storm, they're going to start to turn this now. Unbelievable. Nelson osopo Solomon, he went off in the 63rd minute. I think they lost a little bit when he went off there. Uh, there was then the one that was in the air in Cam Munster. He went up for it, dropped it. Uh, I think if he catches that, it's a penalty every day of the week. It's a bit of a lottery with these balls in the air. And, you know, when you get a penalty, when it's play on, whatever, it can be very tough to work out what's doing. Uh, and then, of course, Jackie Whiten puts in a brilliant little kick, sort of, in contact, just absolutely nails it. Cam Munster probably lacked a little bit of urgency, but I mean the kick was just so perfect; it was hard to deal with. And of course, who comes through and scores the try? Our kangaroo Hudson Young. We've been talking about him for. Weeks. I think it's pretty obvious now he will get a kangaroos jersey. I think he's an absolute lock. When we said it six or seven weeks ago, raised a couple of eyebrows, but he's been so talented for so long, Hudson Young. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know, 18 months, two years ago, we said, fuck, if you are a team that's looking for a second rower, spend overs on Hudson Young now when he's not really getting an opportunity in this Canberra Raiders team because in three years' time, it'll be unders. And if someone would have done it, my God, they'd be rolling in it. I think you'll play Origin next year. I honestly do. I think we need a bit of... Uh, a, a bit of mongrel in this team. I think I would have found a spot for Victor Bradley next year. He's obviously going to go and play for England. So someone needs to step into that role, that C-U-N-T role. And I'll tell you what, I think Hudson Young is our guy. I would pick him on an edge on the bench somewhere. I would have him in my 17 for the New South Wales Blues next year. And I think he will be I, – I honestly think there's a good chance he will be in the Kangaroos 17, especially with the Canberra Raiders. If they go deeper than the next week especially – Fuck, he's going to give it a very, very big shake. A big shake, sorry. Um, Crazy finish to that game as well. Uh, There was obviously the Savage one uh, where he was sort of tackled a meter out, but then he got back up and he kept running. Um, And then the Melbourne Storm went went him again for whatever reason. It was a penalty. I've got no idea why. I thought that was a really tough call in the Melbourne Storm and one that sort of got lost in this game because of course the Raiders. a couple of minutes later they go up the other end in typical Raiders fashion it's always a little bit unorthodox it's a little bit clunky they get a falcon off I think it's Sebastian Chris Jordan Rapata dives over and scores with the ball there but I really did think that penalty on Savage was a tough one it didn't look right but it's because Savage got back to his feet for whatever reason I've got no idea why he did and I think he really got away with a big one there and I think that's one that Ricky Stewart will sit down with the young bloke this week and he is young He's going to have these in his game. He's had them all year. He is improving every week. But Ricky should will sit down with him and go, hey, in that situation, only a few minutes to go, we're in front. You do not stand up and try and take off. You take the tackle and we grind our way out of it. We don't take the easy option now. We grind our way out. Uh, so I thought they were very lucky to get away with that one. but. Credit to the Canberra Raiders. What a win. $3.10 $3.10 they were coming into this game. We said we thought it was value, but we did think the Melbourne Storm would win. I, did, I thought it would be close, but I didn't think the Raiders would get the Bickies. Goal kicking an issue for the Melbourne Storm once again. Fuck they could have done with a Ryan Pappenhausen on the field. I'll tell you who else they could have done with on the field. And Nico Hines, if they wouldn't have let him go next year, they'd probably win that game if they had Nico or Pappy, but they didn't. That's the way it goes. Credit to the Canberra Raiders. A huge upset there. That's now two years in a row. Uh, the Melbourne Storm have lost a sudden death game. They have not won a sudden death game since Cameron Smith was playing. We'll talk more about that tomorrow morning. Got some very interesting numbers that you may have seen on Instagram, but that was the first game. Congratulations to the Canberra Raiders, an unbelievable performance, disappointing for the Melbourne Storm, but the reality is that's just the sort of season that's been for the Melbourne Storm. We declared a couple of weeks ago on Bloke and Bar that we didn't think they could win the comp. Uh, I thought they'd go further than this, but I was always confident they weren't going to win the comp once they lost Ryan Pappenhausen. It was just going to be too hard but I did think they beat the Canberra Raiders tonight. So credit to the Raiders, a fantastic win. One for you Milk fans to be celebrating and to be very proud of. I think you take on the Parramatta Eels next week now. And I'll tell you what, if I was the Parramatta Eels, I would have much, much rather played the Melbourne Storm. At least with the Melbourne Storm, you know what's coming at you. You can prepare for them with the Canberra Raiders. I've got no fucking idea how you would prepare for this team. Uh, The way that Tapanay plays, Papa Lee, the way that Jack Whiten plays a little bit unorthodox, Xavier Savage, Jordan Rapata, The list of just absolute wild cards in this team goes on and on. I would have much rather play the Melbourne Storm next week if I was the Parramatta Eels. The Canberraiders, they will come to Sydney next week to take on the Eels, two of the biggest and best forward packs in this competition. It is going to be an absolute cracker. I cannot wait for that one next week.